You're listening to the Do the Damn Thing podcast with Liz Heron, episode 25. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Do the Damn Thing podcast. My name is Liz Heron, and I am your personal cheerleader, helping you get off your butt and on your way to trying something new, facing your fears, or realizing your dreams. No matter what your damn thing is, whether it's asking for a raise at work, organizing your house, getting out of that toxic relationship, or pursuing your passion project, this show will provide you with real-world, tangible tips and inspiration so you can live the life you deserve. If you're ready to do the damn thing, then you have come to the right place. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Now let's jump in. Hello, friends. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. Happy Thursday, everybody. It has been so hot here in the valley, but it just rained and now it's like the perfect weather. Like I love when a quick rain shower just like breaks up the heat and cools everything down. So refreshing. It totally surprised me though, because I just heard like raindrops and I was like, what's happening? Is somebody throwing rocks? (laughs) But anyway, um, if you listened to last week's show, you know that I'm doing a month long series on time. And last week we talked about how our thoughts about time affect the way we experience time. We also talked about the five biggest time wasters. And so many of you reached out to say that last week's episode really spoke to you and it was really, really helpful, which makes me so happy because that is exactly why I started this show was to just like help people and kind of share the things that are working for me, share the things I'm struggling with, share stories of people who are either experts or have been in, you know, those, these positions. So, um, I really, I love hearing that shows are resonating with you. So please keep that up. Keep telling me when, when you like the stuff I put out, that's <laughs> um, a bunch of you also said that you really needed help with overwhelm. So that's what I'm going to be talking about today. But before I jump into today's episode, I want to give a shout out to the review of the week. It is from Lindsay, and she says, I really enjoy the host, the guests, and of course, the show itself. Engaging, inspiring, and educational are just a few of the words I'd use to describe this podcast. Liz does a great job at cutting through the clutter and getting to what matters. Thanks, Lindsay. I am so honored you took the time to review the show. Every week, I like to feature a review on the show. So if you would like to be featured, please submit a review on iTunes, and uh, I could pick it up and, and read it on the show. Us podcast folks really rely on reviews. So it helps get the word out and uh, reach more listeners. So it's a win-win. Also, if you're enjoying the show, please feel free to share it with your friends and family on like social or through text or whatever. I'd really appreciate it. Okay. So this week we are going to be talking about something that is pretty rampant this time of year, right? As we head into back to school and then comes the holidays and I've been hearing it from my clients, from my family, my friends. I mean, I'm struggling with it, right? And it sounds a little something like this. I don't even know where to start. I'm so busy. I literally can't with this right now. Like it's just too much. I'm too tired. I can't handle it all. There's too much going on. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. Sound familiar? Okay. So welcome to overwhelm. We all experience overwhelm. I mean, in this day and age, it can seem like it's just a fact of life, especially with the way people are wearing like busyness as the badge of honor, right? We're so busy, 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 and that busyness makes us feel important. And then overwhelm winds up feeling so important because we're so busy and it can feel almost necessary sometimes, right? And it feels useful, like, but it definitely is not. 
It doesn't have a purpose. It's not useful in any way. It doesn't make you more productive. Like I said on last week's show, overwhelm never leads to action. It only leads to inaction. It never brings you closer to your goal, right? Because think about it. What do you do when you feel overwhelmed? Here's how it shows up for me. I either spin and spin and spin and focus on a lot of nonsense tasks that have nothing to do with my priorities, or I lay on the couch and binge the final season of Orange is the New Black. So that should give you an idea of what I did this week (laughs) as I was writing this show. (laughs) So that's what it looks like. It never leads to productivity. So let's talk about what causes overwhelm before we kind of get into how to overcome it. So what causes overwhelm? Well, you're probably saying all the things I have to do are what's causing overwhelm. But overwhelm only pretends to be caused by those things, right? It's not really caused by the things on our to-do list or the number of things we have to deal with or your shitty time management skills or because you don't have the right planner to help you get organized, right? All these things that we say, those are not the reason why, that's not what causes overwhelm. That's not why you're overwhelmed. Overwhelm isn't caused by our schedules or our workload or our planners. Overwhelm isn't something that happens to you because of these things. Overwhelm is always caused by your brain, right? Good news. It's all in your head. (laughs) Okay, just stay with me for a minute. It's all in your head. Overwhelm is all in your head because it's all about your thoughts. Overwhelm is a choice. I'm going to let that sink in for a minute. Overwhelm is a choice. When I first heard that, my mind was blown and I got a little mad because how is it my choice? I have all these things to do. I have so little time. I got this. These people, they don't don't understand. I had all these things that, all these reasons why it was not a choice. But then I stepped back and realized it is a choice that I'm making with the thoughts that I think about items on my to-do list, my schedule, projects, whatever it is, right? I'm choosing to feel overwhelmed about that. I could feel excited or I could feel overwhelmed. I could feel calm or overwhelmed, (laughs) right? I could feel capable. I could feel empowered. Like I have all these things that I could be feeling, but I'm choosing overwhelm with the thoughts that I'm thinking, right? I have that power. It's in my own head. So it was just about deciding what thoughts I was going to think about my to-do list, about my projects, my schedule, right? Like whatever was going on in my life. Overwhelm is a choice. So write that down. Put it on a post-it note that goes on your desk or put it on the fridge or inside your planner. Write it in dry erase marker and put it on your mirror, right? Put it where you will see it when you start to feel that wave creep up, right? We all know that overwhelm wave. And then choose a different thought, right? I like, I can handle this or the important stuff will get done. That one helps me focus or take the next step, right? Find a thought that calms you and will comfort your brain because overwhelm means your brain is stressed out. Look, we live in an amazing time, right? We have so many options for where we live, where we work, where we go to school, where to vacation, right? There's like, forget about the entertainment options, right? Like all the ways to just entertain yourself and food. There's like so many options upon options, right? For food. So like we have all of these options and that's amazing, right? 
Well, not to our brain. Our brain is not quite, our brain hasn't quite caught up to the, to the world as it is today. So, right. Cause the world's changed so much in the last 200 years, for sure. The last 200, not even that. And our brains just haven't evolved to catch up yet. Our brains are still in that age of imminent death where every choice comes down to two options, life or death, right? It's like finding shelter, avoiding predators, the food, right? Like nowadays our brain has more options, but it's still filtering them through the life or death lens, right? Our brains haven't evolved to catch up to handle all these options, right? And there's literally options for everything these days. Like the other day I was in the grocery store and I saw three different kinds of bananas. I was like, what bananas? There isn't there just one kind, maybe two organic and like what my brain immediately wanted to figure out the difference in the bananas and like which one was best. And like, I could just feel it. I felt that like heavy feeling, right? The one that comes with overwhelm. There's like the panic and the dread and like your brain just starts like asking all these questions and every decision feels really heavy and important. And every option feels like, it, like they're equal and they all need to be weighted out because your brain thinks that like all this stuff is really, really <laughs> useful information in order to survive, right? Your brain's in survival mode. Your brain is always trying to keep you safe and always trying to make the best choice to keep you alive, right? And so your brain's like, what if we choose the wrong one? What if I don't do this right? Is there, what uh, three options? I don't understand. And this is bananas. Like literally it's bananas. <laughs> and I'm telling you this story so you can see it in your daily life too. It's kind of fascinating to see our brains do this. Like it wants to treat every decision like it's the most important decision in the world. When really not so much, like me and the bananas. I saw what my brain was doing and I was like, oh no brain. (laughs) I don't want to feel stressed about bananas. We're just going to get the bananas we always get and that's that. And moved on down the aisle. And it's funny, like I tell this story because this is just what our brains do all the time about everything. Right? Like, see if you can catch your brain doing it for the little stuff. Like, it, your brain will freak out about like whether or not to do the laundry before the dishes. Like, it'll go into that hole. Like, oh my god, right? Like, no. And if you can catch it for the little stuff like that, then you're gonna be able to catch it for the big stuff, right? Because that's our job. It's just to catch it and to like help our brain make a decision and move on. Because now that you know that your brain is always in this like life or death, like every decision is so important mode, you can help it out right? Because your brain can't handle a lot of options. When your brain sees so many, it shuts down and goes into confusion. And there've been a lot of studies done that show that people have an easier time making decisions when there are less options, right? Like there was like a study about like ice cream flavors and like people were able to choose an ice cream flavor easier if there's like four flavors versus like 15 or 31. By reducing your options, you're giving your brain a break. With less options, your brain won't get overloaded and completely shut down on you and just go and like rock in the corner or something. And then once you've reduced your options, you have to be decisive. That's the next part, right? Your brain will want to stall by saying, we need more information. What if X, Y, Z happens? And then you need to remind yourself and your brain, right? That if this doesn't work out or you need to change course, you'll figure it out and then move on to the next thing, right? But you're moving on kind of like with the bananas. We're doing this and then we're leaving and then we're moving on, right? You can make a change if it doesn't work out. So many times we think that we're saving time by figuring things out ahead of time, trying to lay out the whole thing, but that's not the case. You're wasting time by not making a decision. Make a decision and move on and then adjust if you need to. Once you've decided 
don't waste time in regret and confusion because remember from last week, those are just big time wasters. That's just a waste of your time. And I know this is like the harder part, right? Like kind of like reminding yourself that overwhelm is a choice, reducing your options, that part, those can be a little bit easier. The being decisive and moving on part is harder for people because it really comes down to whether or not you trust yourself and your ability to make good or like quote unquote right decisions and to figure it out if those decisions don't work out, right? Overwhelm really feeds on you thinking you can't handle things going off the rails or not working out. But I'm here to tell you that you can handle it. Look at everything you've handled in your life so far. Look at all the decisions that you've made and look at all the like times you've had to pivot or things you've had to figure out. You're still here, right? To avoid overwhelm, you need to have your own back. You need to be willing to make the quote unquote wrong decision and keep moving forward and know that you can pivot down the road or you can fix it, you can change it, that you're capable of doing that because you absolutely 100% are. So much of the spin out is us being afraid of making the wrong decision. And I'm here to tell you like, what if there isn't a wrong decision? What if you can do the laundry before the dishes or you could do the laundry after the dishes, right? Like what if all the things you're getting overwhelmed about and all the what ifs and what ifs, what ifs, what if you just reduce your options and just know that like whatever you choose is going to work out, that you can handle it. Whatever you choose, you can handle what happens next. Okay, so the three things, right? Three steps to conquering overwhelm is one, realize that overwhelm is a choice. You are choosing to feel overwhelmed and you can choose a different thought. Choose a thought that calms you, that empowers you, right? I am focused on my priorities. Do the next thing. When I give my brain a directive, it, it does stop being confused. <laughs> and then number two, reduce your options. You don't need all the scenarios and all the options. You don't need to figure out all of them. Your brain can't handle it, in fact. So don't, don't even give it. And your brain might say, oh, I'm missing out. I need to know, I need to know all this stuff. I, what, if I'm, what if I miss something? What? No, it doesn't. Right? Narrow down to two options and then pick one. And this goes for your to-do list for a day too. Um, so many times we just overload our day. Pick your priorities. Pick two priorities for the day. Focus on those and only those. Right? And everything else, you'll figure it out. And then the third one is to support yourself. Trust that you can make a decision that you can see it through and trust that you can adjust or fix it if you need to. You can always figure out a solution, right? Everything is figure outable. You are smart and capable. You can do this. And those steps seem simple enough, right? But I know it's not easy to break the habit of overwhelm. And I do believe it's a habit. It's just something that you've done so many times that it makes your brain comfortable now, even though it doesn't serve you, right? Our brain's like, predictability and familiarity and it likes the well the well-worn path and overwhelm is familiar we know how to do overwhelmed what's new is and is the making decisions so that's why your brain's like whoa, whoa, what are we doing we're just gonna make a decision and go mm, how about we keep spinning <laughs> but I really challenge you to start thinking of overwhelm as a choice right even if in the beginning that just means saying to yourself I'm choosing overwhelm right now. I'm choosing to be overwhelmed, right? Awareness is the first step. And as you start becoming more aware, you will start to choose new thoughts. You will start to take different actions. You know, it's not an easy habit to break and it's a journey. I mean, I did those three steps multiple times this week while creating this show. But the key is to just be nice to yourself and remember that it's a process. 
Okay. So if you're ready to stop the overwhelm cycle and you do need some help, if you're trying those steps and they're just not working or you just need some extra support, send me an email at hello at lizheron.com and we can hop on a call and chat about it. Okay, gang. Next week, we are talking about how multitasking doesn't work and I'm going to be sharing some strategies to use instead. So have a great week and I will talk to you all next week. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you loved what you heard, please subscribe, share with your friends, or leave a review on iTunes. As we grow the show, I would love to hear from you. What damn thing did you accomplish this week? Is there a topic you're dying for me to explore on the show? Be sure to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Do The Damn Thing Show and let me know. I can't wait to connect with you and hear all about the action you're taking in your life. In the meantime, get out there and do the damn thing.